This is the Busy Blokes Podcast with Jake Batrick and Christian Huggins. Hello, welcome to episode seven of the Busy Blokes Podcast. My name is Jake Batrick. I'm a busy guy. With me as always is my co-host, Christian Huggins, health coach extraordinaire. How are you, mate? Bado, I'm busier than a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. How are you, <laughs> How are you bud? Yeah. Under the hammer. Excellent. Speaking of kicking butt, the halfway point of this wonderful journey that I'm on under your guidance, and this is it. We're time, for, time for a mid-season review, I reckon. A stop and check, a deep breath. Yeah. See how <laughs> if I'm actually doing as I'm told. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mate, I'm I'm really pumped to report at the halfway point. We're four kilos down. Hey, literally halfway towards Half, a good goal. Which I don't know if it's karma or if it's just good vibes. I don't know what the <laughs> science behind it is, but the magic it's is magic. working. Yeah, yeah. The magic is working, and to be four kilos down at the halfway point is just so nice, unreal. And I think what's even what's even more unreal is seeing the progress photos like that change from photo a to photo b from where you first started to now is just like it's astronomical the nicest compliment i have and i'll get into a few more of these shortly but the nicest compliment i've had is it's like someone's just taken a butter knife to my tummy and just smoothed (laughs) it out taking off that extra bit of butter (laughs) icing the cake you know what i mean yeah now this recording is a few extra days later than we would have both liked. Um, mm. I was put into health and safety protocols. <laughs> yeah. A little a bit, bit under the weather. I was a little bit under the weather, so I had a bit of time off. Um, now it wasn't COVID, which is strange, and I've still dodged COVID. I'm probably one of the last people in Perth in in Perth yeah. in yeah. in in the world <laughs> to dodge COVID. Um, You're not missing anything. Let me so. Tell you. So we did have an extra few days between drinks, but uh, yes, we're at the halfway point and we spoke about last episode that I was on some really ridiculous hours, mm. um, really silly wake up times of 3.30am alarms and I could tell by the back end of the second week, I was just so run down mm-hmm. and by the weekend I was sick. Yep. That was it. Yep. Immun- and immunity was shot. Yeah. I was getting, you know, five and a half, six hours sleep a day, really. Mm. Um, and it, yeah, it took its toll. And the other interesting thing that's happened is last episode, we spoke about cravings and how cravings are super hectic (laughs) when you're tired. And I've finally caved, went and got HJs, (laughs) (laughs) went and got myself a nice little whopper. Nice little whoppy. Man, they're so sloppy. They they are so sloppy. I'd never really thought about takeaway food properly until we started doing this. And it's Mm. like, it never meets your expectations. No. It's always like a five out of 10 or six out of 10 (laughs) experience when you're going there and you're in the drive-thru and you're like, oh, this is going to be so good. The excitement beforehand is what matters. And then you get home and then they've like not made your special order the right way or (laughs) 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 some teenagers like spat in it. (laughs) It's just never, it's just never what you imagine. So yeah, I caved because I was just so tired. We were a a little disorganized with, with our weekly shop that week. So it was a mixture of being absolutely knackered, no good food really in the house. I hadn't, um, I'd eaten all my like saved up, good meals that have been in the freezer and whatever. And 
Next thing I know, it was like I almost teleported and I was in the Hunger Jacks driveway <laughs> in the drive-thru. That's that's like the the dangers of not being planned or prepared, yeah. right? Like failing to plan is planning to fail is that whole quote. But like because you didn't have anything in the fridge or the freezer ready to go, the last thing you want to do at that stage when you're tired, you're knackered, you're run down, you don't want to go, oh, well, now I should go start searching for a recipe and going online and then going to the shops and getting the ingredients. You yeah. just want convenience. Then you, you get home and you're and like, oh, I forgot that. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you were literally, I guess, like a living, walking and breathing representation of poor sleep quality yeah. this past like fortnight. Hey, like. You were knackered. Your immunity went down. You were run down. Um, your motivation was, and discipline went down a little bit as well because, yep. like, the workout performance went down. Um, yeah. And then well, you a, gave into those cravings. Yeah, it's a snowball effect, right? Yeah. So you start off being knackered and tired and then you become run down and mm. then you get sick. And then as a result of that, you've got – you're just resting and recovering from exactly. being sick. So you're not doing your exercises. And yep. I think the, the positive thing was, you know, you're at home and – that's okay. You can still control the controllables mm-hmm. about what you're eating and mm. putting into your body and all that sort of stuff. So, um, well, let me ask you this. Like we, mm. we spoke about it in episode one, when you fall off the wagon, not if you fall off the wagon, like, you know, you just enjoy it and then you just go straight back on to it at the next yeah. possible moment. So what did you do after that HJ's escapade? Just parked it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to the next day and just went, all right, let's go again. And yeah. And Time for my yogurt and berries. It's not a it's not an endorsement to say that Hungry Jacks helps you lose weight, but <laughs> I still had a good result. After actually, that week. We, we spoke about this off air, but nothing actually irks me or grinds my <laughs> gears more than when <laughs> fast food companies sponsor like, yeah. footy teams. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you, you got this like eight year old kid. He's watching his hero JK kick a goal from the freaking yeah. boundary, and then he's just what, running around the the crowd with the the Whopper sign in his hands or like yeah. the Hungry Jack sign. It's like, oh, I want a Whopper right now. Yeah. No, that's just I a side the, note. I um, think both, both West Australian clubs have like a, a fast food like offering like post-game. I think Frio's Maccas. Yeah, right. Cool. Um, send us a message on <laughs> on either of our social pipes. <laughs> Peter <too>. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you need to answer for your sins, Peter. <laughs> like the golden arches are on the actual <laughs> footy. Yeah, on the ball. yeah, yeah, exactly. I just, I just, I, that trips me out. It completely trips me out that you've got all these young kids that are like idolizing these yeah. people. And then you've got Nick Natanui just slamming down a whopper after he has a capo. Like, you know, it's not It good. was fun though when you're like 12 playing junior footy and you get nothing the, better and you get the best player award. Hungry Jacks on the way home. Blockbuster. You'll be guilty. Yay. Video easy. <laughs> anyway, sidetracked. We're in the mid-season review. Um, I'm just stoked. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm chuffed is the, the main emotion that I get when I sort of mm. look back on the last few weeks. Like, you know, I was really worried about my longevity in this. Like I knew I'd be able to do this for at least a month. Mm-hmm. That's usually how my healthy journey sort of goes yeah. like I'm, I'm pretty good for about a month and then I just sort of with no rhyme or reason just give up yeah and I was really worried about me and my longevity through this and being able to see this out right yeah. right through to the end but mate the magic's working and yeah. it's it's not only working but it actually pushes you on it, yeah. it keeps pushing you forward it's like well, it's if, a positive snowball exactly so it's right like a negative snowball for, with a lack of sleep what we've done for the first six weeks is just kind of chip away, change this, tweak that, like add this in. So it's been like small little changes here and there that are adding up to big, dare I say, consequences yeah. over time, like positive consequences. Correct. This has been one of the most seamless things I've ever done. Mm. You know, That's the um, aim of the game. 
I'm still living life and enjoying myself on the weekend. Um, you know, I've, <laughs> I've been out <laughs> enjoying myself and at pubs and bars and stuff on, yep. on my weekends and I'm still enjoying myself and it's, it's just controlling what you do with your food intake before and after and making sure you're keeping up doing some exercises throughout the week. And there's no weird behind the scenes stuff happening here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Liposuction. Yeah. No, you know, I'm actually, there's not like days where I'd actually just don't eat. Like, yeah. You know, there's, I'm literally just doing these action steps each week. I'm and just making sure I'm super diligent with them as best as I can. Yeah. And the magic's working. And I know your goal is the fat loss side of things. Mm. That was what we said as your good, better, best goal. The main, um, I guess, aim of the podcast was to just share some positive, healthy habits that Correct. anyone can implement in their lives to become healthier, happier, stronger versions of themselves. So you putting in place all of this stuff, I guess you, you're you feeling so good yeah. and the weight loss is just a positive side effect of that now. Exactly right. So like the the new goal for me really is just to make this seamless transition into being healthy and happier. Just, the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. to keep it going. Just keep going. Yeah. I mean, we've only got another seven weeks of this. so <laughs> <laughs> Right. So what we're going to do today, we'll jump into it now, is we're going to have a look back at it at each week and the action steps and see if, see how I'm going and what areas I need to work on. So should we, should we dive, deep dive right in? Let's get into the reflection. Today's episode looks a little bit different to how they have the past six weeks. Over this, the time that we've started the podcast until now, there's many things you've started doing, um, some things you've stopped doing and lots of stuff you've continued doing. Yep. We've brought heaps of stuff to your awareness. Um, you know, you've highlighted some of your blind spots or you've had a lot of realizations and stuff like that. But for the most part, you've just been making those small and subtle changes here and there, haven't you? Seamless little life hacks and it's bloody working. That's the aim of the game, bub. <laughs> um, so we're going to do a bit of a reflection today for yourself and the listeners. So we're kind of going to recap each week. And we're going to do a reflection called a glow and grow reflection. So it's pretty much just like a crap sandwich, <laughs> like <laughs> some good and some bad, but the glow points are things you're proud of, any positives you've seen or felt or any wins you've had, big and small. And you can do those like however many glow points you want. It's kind of just giving yourself a pat on the back, essentially. Yep. It is important to celebrate wins 100%. and recognize those wins. I was speaking to you the other day about actually the fact that I've dropped four kilos and... I hadn't really stopped and like reflected about how awesome that was. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. so that's what I've, that was a big focus over the last few days was smelling the roses and just yeah. patting myself on the back saying, mate, big fella, what well aren't? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like evolutionarily speaking, it was better to focus on the bad things, the dangers, because that's what kept us alive. Really. It was like, all right, make yeah. sure we know where all the, <laughs> the bad things are. Let's focus on that so we can keep ourselves safe. Um, so it hasn't been brought out of us just yet, but we focus on the, negative more than we do the positive. So definitely got to, you know, pause and take stock of where we're at, which is good. Those are the glow points. And then the grow point is just one maximum kind of two, but it's an area for growth. How could you do or be better or just something you need to continue working on essentially? Okay. So our first episode was our goal setting episode. So we, that was day one. We yep. hadn't really dive, deep dived into anything yet. Those are good, better, best goals. So that yep. was the framework we used. And then I gave those five starting habits just to get yourself going when it came to food and movement. So we chucked those rancid oils in the bin. Yep. We uh, ejected the trigger foods out of the house, included an extra piece of fruit a day, got the hydration up um, and then included some 10 minutes of walking. So glow points, what do you reckon? Pretty much nearly all of them, mm. nearly all of them. So the oils are well and truly in the bin. They're at a, 
at a better place now. Yeah, tip. The <laughs> <laughs> tip. They're gone. Um, I think the one thing I'm, the two I'm most proud of is the evacuation of the trigger foods yep. and the extra piece of fruit a day. Mm. So the trigger foods have stayed out of the house and that was probably one of the main worries for me was like, there's no one at home to keep you accountable mm. <laughs> with all that sort of stuff. So <laughs> now you've moved out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now I've moved out, um, and my partner loves a chockey as much as as much as me. So the fact that they haven't snuck in, they've like stayed out, has been really really positive. And awesome. it's you can still enjoy those foods. Like you know, they wander into the workplace every now and then. A colleague might have a birthday or yeah. my own birthday. Like it's those instances where you can actually enjoy those foods yep. because someone else has provided it to you really. That's sort of the main mantra that I've yeah. taken with it, you know. Rather than it being like a daily thing. Yeah. Like just in your in your pantry or in your freezer. Exactly. So that's been really fun. The extra piece of fruit a day, like I was shocking. I never used to eat mm. fruit. Like I'd occasionally have an apple, a nice mm. pink lady apple. But now my breakfast I've found for me that works is um, some yogurt, like a small pot of yogurt. Um, some like muesli or granola, uh, and then just chop up some fruit and dump it on top and away Happy we go. Days. And like now I look forward to having that cause I love it so much. And then that's just a way for me to incorporate an extra piece of fruit a day. So lovely. the grow point, yeah, extra 10 minutes of walking. So kind of fallen by the wayside. Yeah, hundred percent. Early on, like I was incorporating it when I was catching the bus home from work and mm-hmm. I was walking the long way after getting off the bus and that was really good. So we were good early, just the way the cookie has crumbled in the weeks after that. I'm not catching the bus home from work or whatever it is. You know, that's just fallen by the wayside. So weather has been shocking as well. We're talking about, you know, habits that we have been keeping up with and habits we need to work on a little bit more. So I was kind of creating discussions there. And one that was a lot of people needed to work on was the the walking. And yeah. we're talking about how in the Southern Hemisphere anyway, or in Perth, like it's winter, and the weather outside is shocking. So how do you get your steps up? Like when yeah. you're at home or you're in, you know, and there's little sneaky ways you can do it. You know, you can kind of hack it, but it's just not as casual or normal or natural as walking outside. So you got to kind of, yeah, get a bit yeah. creative with it. That'll be the big focus in the back half of this is making sure we get back to doing that for sure. Yeah. And there's on the at busy blokes podcast, Instagram page, I put up a little infographic, 14 ways to boost your steps as well. It's just little mm. things you can do around the house or around the office to get those steppies up. It's an absolute belter, that graphic. It's one of the, one of the better ones. Alrighty. Week two was all about resistance training or strength training. So we looked at the four types of physical activity, the benefits of resistance training, fundamental human movements, and then we finished with safety, less is more and recovery. And you were meant to be doing two workouts a week. So how have you been going with those? Yep. Tick. The thing for me was for someone that didn't want to work out, incorporating working out with something you enjoy has been a massive benefit. So watching the footy or watching your favorite TV show and just having it on in the background and and, and just getting rolling around on the floor. Yeah. Like that's been, that's been the way for me to, to get the motivation and, and make sure I keep, I keep doing it. So that's been a big tick. The grow point is the stretching before I start working out. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Stretching before yeah. or after? Before, right? No. So <laughs> <laughs> stretching is a fantastic thing to do after the workout. So essentially what stretching does is it tells your central nervous system to calm down and relax. So okay. <laughs> you can think about like a classic example is doing like the quad stretch, you know, like everyone, <laughs> you, you yeah. kick your foot up and you hold it behind you and stretch out your quad. So it feels really tight. 
and you hold that stretch for 10 to 15 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever it is. Right. And essentially you're telling your body that it's okay to have that muscle in its lengthened position and to calm down and release and loosen that muscle. But when you think about then doing like squats or lunges and these things where you have to really activate your muscles, you don't want your muscles to be relaxed. You want them to be firing, ready to go, bang, bang, bang. Uh, so before you work out, it's more about dynamic movements which or dynamic stretching, which is like stretching through moving, like, you know, you're okay. doing some like big arm circles or doing kind of like 90-90 moves and like hip rotations and things like that. So you're moving your body, getting it primed for working out. And then afterwards is like a cool down. So we stretch, we calm, gotcha. we breathe. We're so, relaxing. Yeah, we're relaxing after the workout, not beforehand. So not just running around the house on a victory lap because I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Got so to stretch. Yeah, okay. Case in point, beforehand, prime, warm up, get, re- get geared up and ready to go, do your workout, and then afterwards we're getting into a recovery mode as quickly as possible. Well, that's a big grow then. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I'm doing that. <laughs> Okie dokie, on to episode three, which was all about nutrition. Um, so I gave out the Nutrition for Busy Folks ebook in that uh, that episode as well. But we spoke about like the body signals or symptoms that your body's sending you. Um, we looked at what food is made up of, like macros and micros, and then that ladder of dietary change. Yes. So this was really fun. I like yeah. getting in the kitchen. So I was pretty excited to try some new things. I always cooked foods that I liked. So my previous habits of, of cooking and when I did cook, they were pretty good. So there mm. was lots of, you know, protein and, and salads and, and a few veggies every, every now and then. It just wasn't often enough. But the best part is the Health Coach Christian Recipe ebook. I just call it the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> the Good Food Bible. Yep. It's 50 of my favorite recipes in there. It's fantastic. So I've found, you know, a, a handful of those that are fantastic that I really enjoy. So the chicken pesto pasta. Yep. That's chi- been a mainstay for you, hasn't mainstay, it? Mainstay, the chili con carne, the uh, buttery garlic, um, brussy sprouts and, and, tater- and steak. taters yep. and steak. And even like, so what I've also been doing is if you don't feel like steak, you know, Knowing how to prepare those vegetables in a really yummy way, mm. you can just put them with anything. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yep. It doesn't have to be steak, right? So we we've done a bit of that, you know, swapping out the steak for a bit of chicken or whatever it is. Perfect. And for me, in terms of the nutrition side of things, the grow point would be just to maybe branch out now, maybe try some new recipes and, and yeah. see what else I'm going to like because because the recipes that we have done so far are all sensational. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, Huey from Huey's Cooking Adventures would be so proud. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, Brett, so I'm pretty confident the rest of them are going to be pretty good as well. So yeah, Matt that, Preston. Yeah. Um, but but he, with his cravat, is that who <laughs> um, But that's the thing, right? So you, you've, you've tried out a few recipes and you, and you enjoyed those. So keep those in the rotation for sure. And, like, you don't need to fix something that isn't broken necessarily, but – it is good to branch out and try new things because then you just end up increasing your repertoire of recipes and healthy foods that you enjoy mm. and keep in your quote unquote diet. And you never feel the need to cheat on your diet if you're actually enjoying what you're eating. Another sort of mini grow is I could probably get a little bit better of cooking for future Bado. So yeah. we spoke about earlier that, you know, I didn't cook for future Bado that one week when I was on like early starch. It's probably actually when you want to. Yeah. <laughs> when you want to be, you know, cooking for future self, yep. ended up teleporting to HJ's. Oh, and you're always going to have those little kind of set, I wouldn't even call it a setback. You're always going to have those times when you're not as planned or not as yep. prepped. Like even myself, like I put up something on my Instagram story the other day. Usually I do my meal prep on Sundays, make all my brekkies, make a couple of lunches and stuff like that. And I was like, meal prep is so flipping easy. 
It's so easy that I forgot to do it on Sunday. (laughs) I forgot to do it. So all I did at that time was I cooked extra orange and maple glazed salmon and I just tripled the ingredients. So I just cooked some for myself, my partner and my mother-in-law and then just got extra salmon for the day after. So like, you know, there's levels to it. You can do a big meal prep on Sunday or you can just cook extra dinner the night before or whatever it might be. But it's good to have those reminders every now and then. Now, next was hydration. Now, I think I was pretty, I've been pretty good with hydration and it's probably one of the easier ones that I haven't had to really change too much. Yeah. So in that week, we looked at the early signs of dehydration um, and we included the piss test in that. And that was a way to tell if you were overhydrating as well, because obviously that set presents its own issues. Um, we looked at what water does for the body, recommended targets for the average person. And we looked at 11 tactics to up your intake and reducing what we call empty calories. Mm, so, so you were pretty good with that. I remember in that episode, you saying like, you know, water is one that you've always kind of been pretty good with during the week, especially. Yeah. And if anything, it was, I was probably overhydrating, especially if I yeah. was at work, right? Yes. Because you get bored and you sip, 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 sip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're bored, there's not much going yeah, on. Yeah. Being able to recognize via the piss test yeah. when I am overhydrated has been a fun little experiment every day. It's been interesting. We've got a few um, messages in the Instagram pipes, um, talking about people talking about how they think they were overhydrated. Yeah. No one didn't really realize until they were doing the piss test. So it's an interesting, you know, way to kind of measure as your day goes on. Um, and it's obviously ticked a little, a few boxes for some people. I got a message from a colleague of mine, Anne, and she said in capitals, "I'm overhydrated." <laughs> the danger, piss test. danger, yeah, <laughs> danger, alarm bells. Oh. Um, but I think I think for the listeners, especially, I think the empty calories conversation or empty calories part of that episode was really important, like talking about juices and soft mm. drinks and stuff like that. And although you weren't, uh, you know, you're not some soft drink aficionado drinking, you know, two liters worth of Coca-Cola every day. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people listening to that did make some subtle changes here and there, which was, which was cool to hear yeah. about as well. I'd actually prefer the no sugar soft drink. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't drink full strength, full sugary Coke. Yep. I just don't like it. It's thick. Yeah. It's- <laughs> it actually is. It's like, it's like thick when soup. it goes down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, even my younger brother, he's paramedic now, and he said that he was in the break room or at one of the hospitals and he got a Diet Coke out of the, the vending machine. Yeah. First time in two years he's had it, and he said it was so spicy that he couldn't even, <laughs> like, finish it. So there's, like, like I said, there's levels to it. Like, you're a Coke drinker, and you probably that feels more natural to you. You're a Diet Coke drinker, and that feels quite natural. But, um, yeah, you're, you've, all, you've been, I guess, quite good with your hydration mm. in the past couple of years. Yeah, and I think now, like, you know, we have been swapping out those, like, no-sugar soft drinks for more kombucha, but they're not always on special <laughs> when you're going down the grocery aisle. So uh, maybe having kombucha uh, more consistently yep. uh, in the fridge would be would be maybe a mini-grow, but I don't want to dwell on any negatives with hydration because they really have been... It's all been pretty positive in that sphere. Glow, glow, glow. Uh, so the next week, episode five, I believe, was all about NEAT or non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So we spoke about our metabolism um, and how our energy is broken up over the course of the day and how NEAT is such an impactful life-boosting secret that not many people focus on. So we looked at heaps of strategies just to get that body moving more on a day-to-day basis, even those who work in a desk job. So what are some glow points there? Thinking and talking with this one through with you, I was actually like, I was pretty flat with myself about it. I thought I'd like not failed, but not bought into it. And on reflection, my work schedule, when we were speaking about this was very topsy turvy. Mm. I was waking up at 3.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. I was going to work. I was just surviving. I wasn't thriving. I was pretty down on myself about like not buying into it as much, but speaking through with it with you, we've actually found like I was sort of doing it before, 
you know, getting out into the garden and cleaning up leaves and sweeping up and, yeah. you know, doing all that sort of stuff. Like now looking at that as, as a neat. Rather you know, than a chore. Correct. Carrying the watering can around, watering the yeah. pots and all that sort of stuff. So looking at that sort of chore yep. now as a as a neat way to, you know, get the steps up and a bit more daily movement. So exactly. I was less flat yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after a little debrief. Well, that's what, that's what our reflection is all about. And this is really good um, to note why coaching and, or just talking things over with someone who is willing to like, listen and talk things through with you because they might pinpoint or point out areas that you maybe haven't thought of yourself. Right. Like during my coaching sessions, there's so I'll ask questions to the client and they're like, Oh, you know what? I have been doing it like that, or I have been doing. So maybe it just sounds like you need a sounding board early on until exactly you start to right. think about it a little bit differently yourself. So those chores aren't just like a pain in the pain in the butt anymore. Yeah, um, you're actually doing it for for your health. I think the grow going forward would be to try and implement some of the stuff that we did talk about. You know, things that you can do at your desk and while you're yeah. in the office. Um, you know, I've been taking the stairs a bit more at work, but yep. you know, getting up and walking around the office or a couple of squats, getting up out of the chair or whatever yeah. it is. You know, implementing those sorts of things. Well, now that the dust is settling from your 3.30 a.m. wake up, mm. like starts, so now you're getting back into a more reasonable schedule where your energy is going to be a bit more, you, like you're not going to be <laughs> literally just surviving. Um, maybe you have a bit more time, energy, and patience and capacity to do those neat boosting strategies throughout your day. Um, and then last week was the the last one. So we, we started to talk about sleep, which is super important, that night king or the, the first <laughs> domino. Yeah. Yeah. So we looked at uh, why we sleep and what happens during sleep. We uh, touched on duration and the sleep chronotypes along with the chronotype quiz. And then we gave five or six ways, I think six ways to create a sleep sanctuary. It was pretty good. There was a couple of little things that we needed to work on. So there was a light coming off uh, one of my PowerPoints that we needed to cover up. Um, tick. Yep. That was so, it took 90 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder why you didn't use do that 90 seconds like ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other one was uh, just getting that extra washing basket. I think you might be pretty proud of what we've done here, Christian. So we haven't Ooh. brought that extra washing basket into the bedroom. Mm. I've put it in a different room in the house just to keep the aesthetics of our sleep sanctuary on point. Okay, nice. So <laughs> now if I if that washing basket is overflowing and at full, I've now got to walk to another part of the house. Get those steppies up. Get the steppies <laughs> up and put those clothes in the washing basket. Nice. So that was, that was the big thing was that... You said your laundry basket would start to get to the top and then yeah. <laughs> just naturally yeah. clothes would start to either fall over the edge and yeah. or onto the floor. Um, it's like a volcano. Would, yeah. <laughs> Magma. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which would which would take a, uh, which would mess with the aesthetics and the cleanliness of your room, which, as we know, cluttered space, cluttered mind. Um, so that was one of your goals was just to buy an extra laundry basket and uh, pop that either next to it or another room. So you popped it in another room to combine neat and sleep. Yeah. So we nice. didn't want to turn our room into a laundry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do, we had to figure out something else. A uh, little grow too. I, I do want to invest in the in the sleep mask. Yeah, haven't got around to that yet. Um, so we don't have the block out blinds to mm. like really get rid of that street light and and cars driving past and all that sort of nonsense. So yeah, that'll be the grow in the next. Did you do the, back the, uh, the quiz? Yes. Oh my god, I forgot about the quiz. Yeah. Uh, the you'll remind me of the name of the quiz. <laughs> all I know is I'm a bear. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> The quiz was at www.thepowerofwhenquiz.com yeah. um, and you answer a bunch of really weird questions. Like some of them are pretty bizarre questions. And hey, you, maybe you, like said, 20 of them. you said this quiz was life-changing for you. <laughs> Honestly, like, well, the main part was just 
finding out that I was a bear, mm. no, bear bears unite. <laughs> yeah. um, and then and then all I did was focus on the um, the sleep and wake time. So when I should start either winding down and or going to sleep, and when I should start to wake up, and just heeding that those two times was life changing. Honestly, yeah. it was life changing. So I read after doing that quiz, I'm also a bear, mm. but 55 percent of people are bears. Yeah, it's so a whopping percent of the population. And the main thing out of that is we should be going to bed sort of like 10 to 11 yep. p.m. in that sort of window. Yeah. Um, and waking up around 7 a.m. Yeah, give or take 20 to 30 minutes either way. But if yep. you're if you do the quiz, you find out you're a bear. If you can, just heed those sleep and wake times. Give it a shot for about two or three weeks, um, and you'll find that you naturally start waking up at around 7 a.m. Yep. Like I was chatting to you off air, and like I'll wake up at like 7.06 a.m. or 7.09 yeah. a.m. or 7.12. Like it's always within like 15 minutes of that wake time. Um, and it's a bit of a trip to, to see how this online quiz can actually pinpoint something like that. One of the questions was, how many alarms do you set? <laughs> like, yeah. you've got to wake up at this time. Do you have heaps of backup alarms? <laughs> and do you snooze at like six times? Yeah. And um, when I do wake up or when I have to get up at around seven o'clock, that's when I'm feeling my best, you know? Mm. I'm just upon reflection, that's when I'm firing on all cylinders. And you often feel notice that you're waking up like, three or four minutes before your alarm goes off. And yeah. you're like, oh, this is a nice little treat. Like, yeah. just woke up naturally <laughs> yeah, at the right yeah. time. It's bizarre like when you actually do the quiz and then you reflect on like when you're feeling the most energized and happy and, and the best version of yourself. Exactly. A lot of it revolves around your bedtime. Yeah, yeah, it truly does. I guess that was the last six weeks and we've got a few grow points in there. Mm. Um, listeners, go back to any episode you feel like you need to recap on because – the, the aim or the hope for this podcast is to empower you with this knowledge, right, and give you a few tips here and there. But to go back and listen to those, get some information, make it part of your, like, bank of knowledge inside your head, know what to do and how to change these areas of your life so you can start to feel better on a day-to-day basis. Well, follow these action steps as best you can because if you want to feel heck of a lot better and, and yep. get that little butter knife out. <laughs> <laughs> smooth over smooth, the belly. Smooth over, yeah. over the belly like or I just, have. Just feel stronger, just get some more energy. Like when you start to take care of yourself, you positively affect all those people around you as well because the best version of you is the best version for all those other people in your close circle. So you start to become a better partner, a better brother, a better son, better mum, better daughter, like all these things. You po- positively affect all those people around you and hopefully you start to bring them along for the ride yeah. as well because – they, they see the magic work in themselves. Everybody's a winner. There's no losers here. Well, Christian, I reckon that was a pretty successful mid-season review. <laughs> Little check-in. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it is super important, like I said, to just check in with your goals. And I guess my golden nugget for this week, I did mention Crispy it before. golden Crispy. nugget. Is to... Um, <laughs> Is to have that, like it's really important to have that sounding board because we can often just get caught in our own head and the thoughts tangle themselves up. And we don't really know how to make sense of things. We, we don't know areas for growth or what our blind spots are and blah, yeah. blah, blah. So seeing if you can just like, you know, either chat to a mate or your partner or a brother or a sister or a coach or your accountability partner or something like that because thoughts disentangle themselves as they pass over the lips. So as you talk it out, you have that sounding board to kind of reflect and go back and forth, which is kind of what me and you just did now. Like we spoke about each week and we're like, you know, how are you going? What can you do better? What, what are you proud of? And having a friend that you trust or someone that you trust to be mm. able to do that with you is really, really important. Because often if you think you're not really doing something as well as you would like, sometimes actually that's 
couldn't be further from the truth because there's yeah. other aspects where you are nailing it. E.g., I didn't really think I nailed the neat week very mm. well, but actually other aspects in my life that I have been doing well tie into neat and it's just trying to making that that little connection and just don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah, 100%. And you do have to have someone you can trust to give you that kind of honest feedback. And I'm like, I always say this, like I'm a feedback eating machine. Like I don't, mm. I don't see anything as negative feedback. It's just like, okay, cool. That's an area that I can, that I can do better at or I can work on sort of thing. So you have someone you can trust to be like, yeah, you're doing X well, maybe we should start working on Y or blah, blah, blah. And not taking it as like an attack or a personal thing. I'll be like, oh, I've got to work on that. Like, oh my God, but, but using it to your advantage and be like, okay, cool. That's my grow point. And just on that, shout out to everybody that's like reached out via slid into the DMs. Christian, yeah. you're under the pump, <laughs> flat out replying <laughs> to people. Yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. So any questions? There's no such thing as a silly question, and if you something you know throughout the episodes that piques your interest, um, don't hesitate, reach out and yeah, get in get in touch because it's we're we're finding we're getting a nice little community going here. It's, it's awesome, and like you know, just telling us about your story. If you've got any questions, if you want to bash some ideas around, like you know, I can be a sounding board within the the DM sphere. Um, and that's literally what I do on a day-to-day basis. And I think I found my purpose doing what I do. So I love it. It doesn't, it's not like a, um, a chore for me to answer these questions and to set up little calls or set up text messages and stuff like that. So definitely reach out and let us know how you're going with your own good, better, best goals, or if you have any questions about what we talk about in the podcast. Well, unfortunately it's time to end this wholesome little <laughs> episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Busy Blokes podcast, your one-stop shop for the best bang for your buck health hacks. Head to our Instagram page at Busy Blokes Podcast for more tips tips and tricks to help you become healthier and happier. And you can follow me on Instagram at healthcoachchristian. If you have any questions or just want to share your stories, email us at busyblokespodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Insta. Thanks to Damon Sutton for your audio wizardry behind the scenes legend. Really, really appreciate it. Tune into episode eight next week as we circle back around to sleep part two. There's so Mm, much more sleepiness goodness that we need to share with you all. So tune in then as we get some more shut eye. Love you, Dad.